Let's get into the Victorian state election now. As I mentioned, looking to catch up with Michael Kroger and Stephen Conroy today. Michael Kroger's gone missing on us, but former Labor, Federal Labor Communications Minister and uh, Labor Party heavyweight and host of Conroy and Kroger on Sky News on Thursday nights, 8 o'clock on Thursday nights, joins us on the line now, Stephen Conroy. Thanks for joining us, Stephen. Good to be with you. Christian, could I just apologise for not being uh, available right at the moment that you were hoping. My apologies for that. I've, I've got taken my daughter's soccer team to the, the women's A-League match tonight and uh, they were distracting me badly as I heard it from around. Good man. Now tell me, how are you feeling here? The polls have had Daniel Andrews in front. In many respects, people would suggest, given some of the issues in Victoria over the past couple of years, surprisingly in front. Uh, do you feel quietly confident? Look, at this stage, there's been a couple of polls that have given me a little bit of confidence. I mean, there's still, as I say, seven, eight days to go. We've already had a a tragedy of a terrorist incident, stabbing a very prominent Melbourneian killed in Burke Street, our main street. Uh, And that that is always something that can uh, disrupt an election campaign. But the overall sense is that Matthew Guy has not been getting traction. His law and order campaign, if you look at the published polls on who do you think will look after law and order the best, it breaks dead even. So after four years of campaigning solidly that it's out of control and the the theme of it, take back control, on that issue, the centrepiece of Matthew Guy's campaign, the community thinks Labor is as good as Liberal to look after it. And that that would probably be a very disappointing uh, position to be in. And what we're seeing around Victoria in the key marginal seats, because that's, you know, statewide polls, you can take and look at an indicator, but what you've got to do is look at those key marginals. And in three or four key marginals, polls came out this week, and what they showed was that Labor's primary vote, in most cases, not only was holding firm, but was actually increasing. So when Labor's primary vote is increasing, and it's already in government, that would certainly give Daniel Andrews a bit of a skip. It's a fascinating uh, dynamic, especially when law and order is such a prominent issue. And ordinarily, though, look, it, it, it is a bit horrible to talk about last Friday's attack in a political sense, but we need to be sensible about it. And when law and order is such a big issue, then, of course, when an incident like that unfolds, you think it's going to have some sort of an impact in an election campaign. There are two factors here. One is it points to law and order, but the other is because it's terrorism... You normally think that when people get concerned about something like that, they might actually lock on to the government and look for some reassurance. I want to go to a couple of comments here from the campaign so we can hear what Premier Daniel Andrews and the opposition leader Matthew Guy have had to say about this. This is an evil and terrifying thing that has happened in our city and state today and we condemn it. We also take this opportunity to thank those very brave and dedicated members of Victoria Police who did all of us proud in their very quick response in very dangerous circumstances. They have done each and every one of us proud. Enough is enough for our city. I'll never accept that violent extremism should be a a way of life for a big city like Melbourne. I think all Victorians would say enough is enough of this kind of act, of this kind of behaviour. Yeah, pretty sensible comments, I suppose, uh, from both prospective uh, leaders there, Stephen Conroy. Do you think they've played it wisely, or has anyone overstepped the mark this week in in looking like they're politicising what everybody agrees is a horrible tragedy? No, I think both both leaders showed a bit of 
uh, statesmanship there. I think both of them uh, made the appropriate comments and didn't seek to uh, use it as a political weapon or tool, which was which was very pleasing. And I think both of their standings would have gone up in the eyes of most Victorians because of that. So much of politics comes down to the economy. We're starting to see uh, pretty good economic figures uh, nationally for this country. Unemployment down at basically full employment at 5%. In Victoria, it's down at 4.5%. Growth's being ratcheted up, actually. All the estimates, every time we get a new estimate from the Reserve Bank or elsewhere, economic growth is going up. So no doubt that is helping Daniel Andrews. (laughs) Although, if you're looking at federal polls, you'd say, why isn't that helping the federal government? Yeah, look, you, there's, there's two separate factors there. Firstly, and there are those who, and, and as you know, Chris, I'm not a great fan of the former Prime Minister, Mr Turnbull, but this is probably the only state where he had some significant level of popularity. Uh, if you look at Queensland, he was toxic. If you look at New South Wales, he was on the nose. If you look at Tasmania, he was toxic. And that was reflected in those by-elections. But in Victoria, Malcolm Turnbull it was his most popular state. And what you're seeing, I think, you know, Matthew Guy has been hit by, you know, an unfortunate sequence of events in the dumping of Turnbull. So that is weighing down Matthew Guy and his campaign very badly. Yeah, it's done a lot of brand damage, I think, all this uh, liberal turmoil. So so firstly, they removed what in Victoria was a popular leader, then the ongoing uh, undermining of Scott Morrison by Malcolm Turnbull and by others, uh, has meant that there is uh, there's a sort of weight that Matthew Guy is carrying. He's been handicapped in this particular race. But usually you look at about five issues, Chris. If you're trying to assess how is an election, state election going, what, what do you think of government based on the economy and infrastructure? And on any measure, Victoria is the powerhouse economy. Infrastructure build is extraordinary. And, and if, if, you're, if you've got Sydney listeners, I tell you, you've got a government that's actually delivered. The Labor government that was in New South Wales last made promises about rail lines over and over again, but never delivered anything. Daniel Andrews is delivering infrastructure all over the state. You cannot move that falling over cracks. So then you go, health. How's the health system going? Well, because of the national deal, there's a heap of national federal money coming into the hospitals that's helped fund new hospital measures for Daniel Andrews. Education, same story. Big injection of education funding into Victoria. Schools in Victoria. He should be thanking Canberra by the sounds of it. And then what's the other issue then, law and order? So then you have law and order. So that's the one the the Liberals and Matthew guys targeted. And as I said, it would be a shattering disappointment that the polling so far has showed that on law and order the Victorian public think Labor and Liberal will do an equally good job. All right, before that, we that let this, uh, before we let you turn this into a party propaganda <laughs> spot, we uh, found him yet. <laughs> Look, no, we don't. I just, but I do want to put this to you. Uh, I, I know you're, you're tough on the Greens. As a good Labor warrior, one of the things I like about you is you're tough on the Greens. Now, you know, we spoke on telly the other night about this Greens candidate in Footscray, Angus McAlpine. Now, it's fine for Daniel Andrews to condemn him, but shouldn't he be demanding that the Greens get him off the ballot paper, scrap the guy. Well, scrap him. I don't think they, uh, they can get him off the ballot now. It's too late. But also, Labor have got to reject his preferences. You can't afford to take this seat on the back of preferences from a bloke who spruiks date rate. Well, I, I, think, I think, firstly, we'll win the seat on primary. I think the, the move to Labor 
uh, in the CTs and will win it on primaries. Those, his preferences won't matter. Uh, I then also would say we can't tell the Greens how to direct their how-to-vote card. They should have disendorsed him. Let me be very clear, Chris. I absolutely agree with you. He is a disgrace and he should have been withdrawn. But the Greens, again, showing that when it comes to the crunch, they're, they're about grubby politics like they accuse everybody else of being. They can't afford to have no Green candidate in Footscray because they're looking to win, their, maintain their upper house seat. Indeed. They took him off the ballot paper it would cost them the upper house seat because there wouldn't be green votes. What a bunch of hypocrites. They would all be about uh, misogynism and uh, women's rights and they run this guy. It's just absolute shocker. Thanks so much for joining us, Stephen. Thank you again, Chris. Good to talk with you. Stephen Conroy, former Labor Senator, Federal Government Minister, of course, uh, all up to date there on what's happening in Victoria. You get a sense that the Victorian Labor Party are quietly, more than quietly, they're quite openly confident about this election.